Welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is Season 3, Episode 27, The Burden Hardest to Bear. And in the last episode, the Transformer Primitives responded to a mysterious voice that ultimately led Grimlock to do something stupid and stopped a giant energy monster from consuming all energy in the galaxy. <laughs> and this week, uh, Broadside and is in a fight against Devastator and Predaking in Victoria Harbor in Japan. I think it's Victoria Harbor. And... Hell of a way to start an episode. Big fight. Yeah, it's like, wow, here we go. And uh, these two guys in a boat, they're like calling out because there's all these waves are going, right? Yeah. Because of this fight. They made a broadside saves them. But the Constructicons, they're separated now. They just get out of the water and walk away. Like, they pissed off the broadside's not paying attention to them. Like, well, yeah. We don't have time to figure out because no. immediately we go to a, a bullet train that uh, Astro Train is on the tracks and he's going to collide head on. And the aerial box. Yeah, he's going to run into it like. Yeah, see how that's going to fucking go, bud. Yeah. The uh, Superior is like, oh, I see you. And, and then the aerial bots separate to attack. And they just lay down this obscene amount of fire. It's enough to knock Astro Train off the tracks. But it doesn't damage the tracks. Like, oh, the train just keeps, keeps going. Like, yay! There's, oh, we get into God, a... Yeah. Th- for whatever reason, they're all fighting in Japan. Now we're at this, like, uh, Shinto garden or park or something, and there's a lady in a pink kimono with a green sash. Very tasteful. And suddenly, here's Defensor and Bruticus slugging it out. Like, And what? Defensor knocks him down. He's like, stay, like, stop fucking fighting around, you fucking blah, blah, blah. Like, really scolding him. Yeah, we gotta protect the humans. Because yeah, that's what, yeah. <laughs> Bruticus is going to be like, oh, okay. <laughs> Defensor has added up to here <laughs> with him. So, yeah. and then Cyclonus and the Sweeps arrive, but Rodimus and Cup yeah. arrive with Skylinks and the, the Decepticons <laughs> all flee, I guess. Because Cyclonus and the Sweeps fly in and shoot Defensor in the back, then Skylinks flies in and shoots Cyclonus in the back. <laughs> It'd be funny if they just kept that going where it just <laughs> keeps getting even more ridiculous until eventually it's like Bumblebee standing there shooting. Yeah, yeah. So then Skylink says, hey, Rodimus, they want to see you in the Imperial Palace. He's like, oh, yeah, I can bet they <laughs> Yo, do. Goody. He's a dick in this episode. Oh, yeah. God, he's an ass in this episode. I've realized watching this episode, Rodimus is my new spike. <laughs> uh, so anyway, he goes to the Imperial Palace, and we have basically a bunch of guys in suits saying, dude, you're bad for business, and you're bad for yep. tourism. They, the Japanese people are fucking sick of this. It's like, take your fight and do it somewhere else. Yeah. And I don't blame them. So, but Rodimus is like, man, we're just trying to, you know, save your asses. And they're like, both sides are destroying everything. You're both horrible. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. The only reason the Decepticons are here is because you're here. They don't care about Earth anymore. They, they want you. Go. Yeah. Rodimus just says like, all right, I'm getting fucking tired of everyone relying on me all the time for all the problems. And, the, and then this happens. And then Marissa flies in in her little car. <laughs> I guess it has wheels because it has wheels later. And uh, he's like, Rodimus, I need this. And he's like. Take a hike, lady. And then he just transforms and books it. Uh, <laughs> do you remember? I don't know if they're still popular, but like in the late 90s, early 2000s, those weird, uh, the rollerball mice, I, I'm sure they still exist, but for whatever reason, they were popular around then. How it would be like a big triangle domed thing that you would put on your desk and it had a rollerball on it and then the buttons and you would use that in lieu of a mouse. Her car looks yeah. like one of those. Yeah, yeah, like one of those. I remember those. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Anyway, Marissa's like, what's up his ass? And Cup says, ah, oh, it's just Geary. Geary, which is 
the Japanese word, I guess. Geary, the, the guy up from Detroit there. Geary? Geary McLean here from Detroit? <laughs> Is it Geary? And he's like, no, it's a Japanese word. It means the burden hardest to bear. And I actually looked this up. It means the uh, duty that's uh, difficult to bear or whatever, but you have to do it kind of thing. They were close enough. We've had this happen before with... With episodes in Japan where you're like, yeah. somebody read a couple paragraphs about Japan and got a neat idea. And I'm going to bet that the writer of this episode saw the word Geary somewhere and a bad translation and went, oh, I'm going to write an episode about that. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are. Uh, so she, he he also says Optimus suffered from it a bunch, but he went through it. And uh, bullshit, he did fucking not. Optimus was, uh, oh, what the fuck was his, his uh, weenie name? Orion Pax. And then as soon as he became Optimus Prime, he walked out with a gun in his hand and is like, I'm ready to lead the fucking Autobots. Yeah, where's Megatron? He oh. has been the leader from yeah. day fucking one. He <laughs> yeah. did not have Geary. No. Um, so, but Miranda says he needs somebody to talk to, and that somebody's going to be me. And she drives yep. off. And Cup's like, there's nothing you can do, but I don't know how she goes anyway. And, uh, like, who drew her in this episode? Like, she used to be really good looking, and this one, she's, yeah, yeah, anyway. There's, it's, it's, her face is off, it's, her features aren't as sleek and narrow as they mm. were in earlier episodes, her nose is a little more bulbous, I mean, admittedly, she's drawn less cartoony and, like, you know, 2% more realistically, but Maybe, yeah. it's, it's off just because it's not how she looks. But anyway, she goes off after Rodimus, who's just booking her down the highway, and for some reason, Dead End and Wild Rider are watching this one random highway for Autobot activity, and sure enough, it's the highway Rodimus is on, and Marissa's right behind. Yeah. And uh, Marissa radios Rodimus, like, we need to talk. And he's like, fuck off, I want to race. And whoosh, away he goes. Like, okay. So Dead End and Wild Rider jump on the road, and they start to trail Rodimus with Marissa behind them, and now her mouse tracker gun has a machine gun apparently yeah because she stops to shoot at them yeah so she starts shooting at them and then uh while is it wild rider i think knocked uh, or let out an oil yeah, slick wild rider does the old oil slick bit to wipe out marissa and, and then when rodimus uh because rodimus is like oh he sees the the two sonicons he's like yeah you guys want to fucking dance let's fucking cha-cha boys and just uh, this is awesome like let's just race but yeah uh, wild rider wipes her out with the oil slick and then rodimus notices this happen he does a 180 to save her and he starts driving back, and then Wild Rider just slams into Rodimus head on, which knocks him over a cliff. Commercial break. Oh, no, not, <laughs> not a commercial break yet, because he goes down. They go down to inspect him, and they find the oh, Matrix. Yeah. His chest is busted open. Wild like, Rider's like, he done blow up real good. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit, this is the Matrix. Uh, yeah. Let's take this back to Galvatron. So they leave, and then Rodimus in truck mode transforms back to Hot Rod. Yeah, he transforms and just falls on his back. Then commercial break, yeah. Transformers is brought to you today by Creepy Glue. Creepy Glue, the all-natural, gluten-free adhesive made from only the choicest nightmare fog extracted from innocent children. You've trusted Creepy Glue for all your adhesive and solvent abuse needs for years, but did you know it has even more uses in the kitchen? Pour a cup of Creepy Glue in your dishwasher for astounding results. Add a tablespoon of Creepy Glue to your home baking for a chemically bleached brilliance in your children's smile. Trouble getting up in the morning? Creepy Glue is 22% crack cocaine. Put a dollop in your coffee and greet the boss with a smile. Creepy Glue, technically still legal. Use of Creepy Glue constitutes a contract with the manufacturer, releasing from all liability of harm or death.
And when we come back, Marissa gets her car out of the swamp and finds Hot Rod. Yeah, she's like mad that her car isn't a boat. I know. <laughs> like, you so uh, she finds Hot Rod and then we go to Galvatron. He's delighted. And this is, I don't understand this because he had a moment, not even as Megatron, but as Galvatron in the movie where he tried to use the Matrix and it did not work. Yes, exactly. Because he, he takes the thing and sticks it in his gun. Yeah. And like, dude, this thing is as useless to you as Canadian money is in the United States. Like, really? And But then Galvatron's like, you broke it. He, he points a dead end well, right? Like, you must have dropped oh, yeah. this thing or a, something. A little, like, puff of pink smoke comes yeah, out. Yeah, he tries to shoot them, but there's a poof. It's like, it might as well have had the thing comes out and says, bang. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been so much better. Um, but then all the ghosts of the former primes, including Optimus, appear, and yeah. they're like, return the Matrix. Return. Return. And like, he, all right, all right, fine. <laughs> Take the fucking thing. And then he just gives it to Scourge. He's like, yeah. go destroy this fucking thing right now. And then Cyclonus, I like, like this. He points out, like, Galvatron, you agreed to return it. Because, you know, Cyclonus actually has some honor, right? And Galvatron's like, I lied, you idiot. <laughs> Scourge, get this fucking thing out of here. So Scourge decides, fuck that. I'll just put the Matrix in me. And he starts to, like, mutate and bulge. Yeah, he knows what this and is. And we'll come back to him. I, I wasn't. I have comments on his mutation, but uh, we go to Magnus Springer, Marissa and Cup, and they're standing over Hot Rod in robot mode, hooked up to a bunch of machines, and he wakes up and he's like, hey, man, I feel fucking great. Do you guys want to do some coke? I love coke. Let's party. Where are the strippers? (laughs) And they're like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't you want to go find the Matrix? Fuck no. Yeah, because Springer's like, uh, they must have took it. And Marissa doesn't know what that means. But Cup's like, it wouldn't be any use to them anyway. They're like, dude, we should go do this. And he's like, fuck that. I'm, I'm happy. I never wanted to be Rodimus, which he didn't. I'm out of here. And he literally quits the Autobots and drives away. I, I like what he says, though. He's like, I'm sick of being responsible for the universe and its outlying suburbs. <laughs> the, the areas outside the universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. I mean, corny, but brilliant. Uh, so we go to Scourge and he's all like bulbous and mutated. What were he's just looks warped. Mm. All his metal is bubbled out. It's ugly um and he confronts galvatron and very quickly destroys him because uh, galvatron's like look only i lead the septicon scourge blasts him with eye lasers and just shoots galvatron a country mile and uh cyclonus tries to shoot scourge but it just bounces back and like, yeah, oh yeah into a, like a spiked pit scourge is in charge yeah yeah and the other septicons fall in line and commercial break Transformers Nitpickers podcast show is also brought to you by Frank's Pickle Barrel Ass out of Maspeth, New York. They have a wide selection of pickles. Sweet pickles, bread and butter pickles, dill pickles, flurgan pickles, garlic dill pickles, kosher dill pickles, pork and fiber pickles, gluten-free nipple pickles, sour pickles, pickles and pie, saffron baked pickles, mint pickles, gherkin pickles, and spaghetti. Frank's Pickle Barrel Ass has offered same-day trucking since 1989 and are happy to call you. Frank's Pickle Barrel Ass, may I slip you a pickle? We come back and, oh, uh, so Scorch flies off and then commercial break. And we come back and Cyclonus and Galvatron are still alive. They both get up and out. Yeah, Galvatron climbs up the cliff. Doesn't fly, he just climbs. Yeah. And uh, Cyclones is like, uh, Scourge must use the Matrix to gain such power, but it's poisoned him because he's a Decepticon. And Galvatron points out, look, 
I'm the fucking leader, not him. And he punches Cyclonus out. <laughs> no, poor Cyclonus. And uh, we basically, uh, Scourge is going to go to Earth and kill mm. the Autobots and everybody and destroy everything. And uh, Marissa, we cut to Marissa, and she detects the Decepticons approaching. There's something coming through a warp gate. Yeah. And they're like, hey, warp where's Hot Rod? And I don't know why they're so gung-ho to find Hot Rod, but... Cup yeah, can't find him. The, the, the thing is, Marissa has never known Rodimus as Hot Rod. Why would she suddenly start calling him that? Like, you think it'd be, where is Rodimus? Oh, I, oh yeah, I guess his name is Hot Rod. Yeah, yeah, it would have been nice to have just one bit where she, actually, this would have been really great for the story, the one bit where she called him Rodimus, and he's like, no, I'm Hot Rod now. Yeah, exactly. And like, I think that would have been great. We had a brief shot of this, like, swordmaster teaching a class before. Yeah, it's like a kendo class. Yeah, and we cut back to them now, and he's teaching a lesson. Basically, it's expect nothing. Don't expect to win or to lose. Expect nothing for your yeah, mind. Yeah, because the student drops his shinai, and the sensei's like, uh, what were you thinking? And he said, oh, I thought it should be more aggressive. And the sensei says, no, don't expect anything. Like, if, if you expect this, then the opposite might happen or, or something Zen like that. in the art of transformers. So Rod, we so the class is excused, and we cut over, and there's Rodimus just sitting down, watching the class, being taught. Yeah, he's sitting in. Uh, and the, so, yeah. basically, he gets taught the same lesson. The master's like, "Did you hear the lesson I taught?" And he's like, "I think it was this and that." Oh well, it was. Well, if you think of victory, you can't help but think of defeat at the same time. So just don't think. Like Rene Descartes and this guy would make for an awesome, if very boring, debate. No, leave it there. <laughs> so Cyclonus and Galvatron uh, have trailed Scourge and the Decepticons to Earth, and the Decepticons arrive, and Scourge says, destroy everything. And for yeah. whatever reason, they land in <laughs> fucking Japan again. Yeah, to destroy them. So I'm starting to thing. wonder if this writer was in, in interested in Japan or just had a fucking grudge against Japan. It was <laughs> yeah, like, like, every his, chance his I get, I'm going to destroy Tokyo. And, uh, yeah, he's uh, never got over it. Yeah. Sits at home. He, this is the Transformers version of an internet troll. <laughs> yeah. uh, we have a lot of fighting in Japan, and there was a broadside encounter scourge, and broadside, I think, throws him. But Broadside might parallel Astro Train with difference in scale. Yeah. There's no way that Broadside, who is a fucking aircraft carrier, would transform into the same size as Scourge, but he does and, like, tosses him. Yeah. A country mile and again. He lands by this woman who screams and he has to, did I frighten you, madam, or something like that? Yeah. And then the student who got was getting taught the uh, lesson earlier. Yeah, the kendo student comes out to fight him, <laughs> like, and he tells Scourge to let her alone. Like, uh, really? We're, we're, we're still gonna do this? Casey Kasem called you out for your racism and left the fucking show, and you're still gonna do this? Uh, There's, anyway. uh, yeah, so this episode on a whole, it's not as bad Not nearly, culturally, not even But close. the accents are really really oh, corny. Horrible. <laughs> yeah, visually it's not so bad. Um, so the two of them, this this little old lady and the student, they run away and they get into an alley and Scourge has decided to, I love that in his plan to destroy Earth, he's decided to just go after these two people. Yeah, just these two, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and Hot Rod comes out of nowhere and slams into the back of Scourge. And again, this is just, I don't know, it ignored a lot of stuff and that we've set Scourge up as like Galvatron can't stop him. But Hot Rod can? Scourge says he'll hit Rodimus with the power of the Matrix, but now Rodimus realizes he belongs to the Matrix, not the other way around. Like, like if you have a cat, 
you're the cat's pet, not the other way around. That's yeah, very yeah. true. So uh, he shoots Scourge like just with uh, nothing big. There's no special weapon. He no, just blasts him with and forth his... here. Yeah, there's a bit of back and forth, but he he doesn't like do anything special. Yeah, he shoots just him, shoots takes him. back the Matrix. Galvatron and like do Scourge that. is just yeah. immediately healed, and and Rodimus puts the Matrix back in and grows ten feet taller. As he... Then he offers the old lady and the Kendo student a ride home. It's like, hey, you want to live? <laughs> and it's just as soon as they leave, who walks around the corner but Galvatron and Cyclonus yeah. and. They find him and like uh, Galvatron's got him pinned up against the wall and, uh, and Scourge is trying to say, it wasn't me. It was the fucking Matrix. The I'm sorry. Matrix made me do it. Yeah. And they throw him to the ground off off camera and he aims his gun and just fires at him. It, Boom. I, yeah. You have to assume Scourge is dead. And well, yeah, because I guess not, he survives because cool it shows Autobots fighting Decepticons and they see. Galvatron and Cyclonus carrying Scourge away. Like, the, oh, it's not okay, like they're taking yeah. him home to I bury him, right? Like, if, if he was dead, they just fucking leave him there. Fair enough. And yeah, he arrives in the scene. He found the Matrix. And yeah, all the Decepticons flee when they see Galvatron uh, flying away. And Rodimus is like, I, I found the Matrix. And I wasn't missing the Matrix. I was missing a part of myself. <laughs> You're telling me the only thing they needed to do was knock Rodimus Prime off a cliff to get him to crash to get the Matrix to fall out? That's it? Come on, Rodimus. Next time, use Creepy Glue. Creepy Glue. For all your crashing backwards through a guardrail and falling down a cliff, Matrix holding you needs. They even had a commercial for the shit in this episode, Rodimus. Anyway, Rodimus is hell-bent on getting away from everyone, including Marissa, until dead-ended Wild Rider attack, but all they do to her is make her spin out in an oil slick. She's fine. Anyway, Rodimus is suddenly concerned for her and does 180 and starts driving back, but then Wild Rider slams into him, knocking him back through the guardrail and over the cliff. No. Go outside and get yourself a Ferrari 308 GTB, doesn't matter what color. Get it up to 150 kilometers an hour and drive it straight into an RV, doesn't matter what color, driving towards you. Yeah, didn't happen the same way it did in the show, did it? Want a safer way to test this? Go downstairs to the pool table and put a bowling ball on the fucking table and hit that with the cue ball as hard as you fucking want and watch what happens. And yes, I know Wild Rider has this Dynacon force field that makes him able to smash into shit without hurting himself while he's in car mode and he's driving quite a lot... That's the end of another episode of the Transformers Ant Pickers Podcast Show. Yep, uh, the next episode we're going to watch is Najika? Najika? It's the Kajiji? Najika. Kaka. It's a lot of dots on top of letters. It is. Uh, whatever the name of that episode is, we're going to watch it. Uh, and if you want to see something that whatever you this, I don't have a good one this week, but uh, <laughs> find us on Twitter. I'm at John Soapy and Paul's at P. McPherson 1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app. Tell all your friends. Tell everybody you know. And until next time, Najiki? It's like Najiki. the universe and its outlying suburbs.